Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Thank you for staying tuned in to every Arizona homeowner's happy place. We're here to put a happy face on your face right here at Rosie on the House. And we do that by sharing our experience in Arizona building and remodeling. We're here to inform, protect, and entertain you on each and every topic having to do with maintaining, repairing, or remodeling your house, home, castle, or cabin right here in the great state of Arizona. Voted Arizona's number one resource for contractor referrals directly for 14 years in a row. We've given over $1 million contractor referrals with a 97% satisfaction rate. Now, where else can you go for that kind of recommendation? Don't even think about touching your house till you touch base with us here at Rosie on the House. And you do that this morning by dialing one 767 4348 That's one My name, Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, the number four, and the letter U. One triple eight, Rosie for you. Allow me the privilege of putting my experience together. I'm for waiting you. for somebody. We I have this. no idea where that's coming from. <laughs> we interrupt this that, broadcast uh, to let you know. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not we that. are two hours, three hours away from Georgia, Tennessee, starting. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, it's a satellite. Here. Yeah. It's a satellite. So listen. Okay. Whether you're a newcomer to Arizona. <laughs> Or you've been here your whole life. Wherever you are in the state, whatever you want to do, chances are I've been there and I've tried it once or twice. So put my experience to work for you. I'm here with a big old, I mean, I've got the biggest smile on my face that I've had the last two weeks because I'm looking at the Arizona Snowball live cam. And baby, she opens in two weeks. The 18th, hallelujah, snowballs open. They're you, making the snow. Uh, they, they, they got a picture of the base of the gondola, and there's a white Ford pickup there. Somebody's doing a little bit of work. Live cam. Do you get the open snow newsletter? I do. Yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. They've, and rightfully so, I mean, they've got to make a, a profit. That you used to get a lot more free information that kind of scaled that back, but you can see all the different places, like what mountains expecting, how many inches of snow where. Yes, it looks like it's we're we're in for a good snow season. We got us nine inches this past couple of days, and they're expecting another fourteen. Yahoo! Very college good. football and ski season starts. How could you not be happy right now? A quick follow up to our previous hour, we were talking Arizona ghost towns with. Uh, Arizona Highways, and that book, if you go to ArizonaHighways.com and click on the shop and navigate to the ghost town, um, we have, and we'll put this on our social media, uh, but if you've got a pen and you want to order that book, write this down. It's the number, the letter P, the number two, the letter B, (laughs) the number three, then the letters A-G-T. That's your promo code. I I don't know if they could possibly make a more complicated <laughs> promo code for us. So you can use that when you check out and it'll save you a few bucks. It's $22.95, and I think that'll knock five bucks off. But anyway, uh, the correct answer to that trivia was B. It was Dos Cabezas. 
those cabazas, those cabezas, cabezas, cabezas. Those cabezas now those cabezas. has a wine named after it. Yes, it does. And a town that uh, a destination that's not going to the way of uh, a ghost town because it just got a four point six million dollar restoration uh, check from the state of Arizona is the Camp Narco that is only six hundred yards north of the. U.S. Mexico right border. It's, it's right on the border. It is one of only 35 remaining buildings that were built in the early 1920s as uh, the Buffalo Soldiers were uh, helping establish the Southwest for the U.S. Army. They're going to turn it into a living museum for the Buffalo Soldier uh, and the Mexican Revolution and a place for tourism, arts, and culture. And it's was one of America's 11th most endangered historic places. COVID and the pandemic had shut down tourism there, so their funding they got just went kaput. And so that 4.6 that was just approved through the state budget will go into restoration areas for Camp Narco. 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 Nacho. Nacho. There you go. Nacho. Exactly. Um, before we get to the callers and they're lining up now, you can call one 767 4348 and we'll get right to you, find out your question and solve and, and provide you the answer. Let me have just a minute here and cover an article I got from the Natural, National Kitchen and Bath Association on trends they're seeing nationwide in the kitchen remodeling. And I don't generally cover these trends because they tend to be the ideas of one or two interior designers on the East Coast that happen to be friends with the publisher of some magazine, and that's what they establish as national trends. But this one hit a chord. This, what they came out with just in the last couple of weeks is exactly what we're seeing. And I just got back from a week in Philadelphia visiting with nine other remodeling contractors from across the country. And they all said the same thing. This is an overwhelming, huge trend in kitchens that I don't think is going to stop anytime soon. And it has to do with the, the fact that the space is expanding. Everybody wants additional storage. They've got more kitchen gadgets. They need places to put things. They're doing more food storage storage. They've got knocking down walls. They're taking over adjoining rooms. We're doing many more walk-in, built-in pantries. I would say a lot of the kitchens, a large percentage of the kitchens we're doing right now include two islands or one monster island. There's walk-in pantries. There's uh, second dishwasher. Second dishwasher is becoming extremely common. The column refrigerator and freezers that take up a huge amount of space are becoming a very dominant feature in these big space kitchens. And here's one that I really like. Color and bold accents are gaining ground. I have never been a fan of this trend that swept in 10 years ago where everything has to be white and gray. Um, I I thought that trend just got run right in the ground. Now, if that's what you like, I'll, I'll build anything you want, but I just felt it lacked character. So the colors are coming back, the rise of darker, richer colors with green and blue accents, uh, warmer natural colors and less gray and white. So those are the trends. If you're contemplating a kitchen remodel, just know 
bigger, bolder, more color, two dishwashers, add a second island, <laughs> knock a wall down, turn the living room into the eating space. That's what's going on in kitchen remodeling today. Got a lot of emails going on, a lot of phone calls. Jennifer's hammered right now fielding the phone calls. Um, one of the issues we have, let's see if we can, let's see if we can go ahead and bring uh, Diane in. Okay. On line one, she's been holding the longest. Miss Diane? Hi. How can we help you today? Okay, I did a do-it-yourself project. And All I right, very good, great, good, good. <laughs> anyway, the in my kitchen, underneath, you know, at the at the bottom of the cabinet, I thought it was wood. It turned out to be vinyl, and it was all nicked up from mopping and and cleaning and so forth. And the quarter round was uh, all chipped and so forth. So I went to the cabinet maker. And uh, he did not have the stain any longer. He didn't, you know, he didn't work with this color. Okay. So I found one at the uh, hardware store that matched relatively good. Okay. I, pu- I applied it with a cheesecloth in the chipped areas, and it looked really good for a short while. And then it became a white fog all over everything. And now, mind you, I did the whole kitchen, which is quite large, and it really looks terrible. <laughs> I, I need to know I, I've tried a little bit of sandpaper trying to get it off and uh, that I wasn't successful with that and I, I want to know what to do and if I have to replace this vinyl underneath it who do I hire to do that and Diane you're calling from Green Valley yes right okay. it's I, outside of Tucson I, I know right where it is beautiful location um, I, I think what you're describing is what we call the toe kick Underneath the cabinet, back behind the door, is that is that the area you're fixing, or is it actually a part of the face frame of the cabinet down low? It's it's down low. Uh, you know how the cabinet extends and it's recessed yes. uh, back, and it's the trim around it. And okay, it, it, back back. And I, I really made it look horrible. Okay, that and and you mentioned the quarter round, so I thought, okay, she's talking about the little four inch strip above the floor. It's called the toe kick. And you can do that a couple ways. Now, I'm guessing we've got uh, the, the area you applied the stain on top of is not having a compatible relationship with whatever was there. You mentioned you knew the cabinet maker. I would ask them, after he stained it, what lacquer, what varnish did he top coat it with? Because we're going to have to find something that's compatible with that clear top coat. Once we find out what he used, then you can run into a Sherman-Williams store, visit with them, show them a picture of what you've done, and they can provide you with one or two things that will let you take off what you've put on fairly simply, and they'll sell you a product that's compatible with what's there now. And I would tell you to do that in a five-foot section and live with it for a week, and I'll bet you that'll take care of the whole problem. The other flip side depending if the problem is throughout this large kitchen, then we can always have the cabinet maker order us lineal footage of that. It's a thin, thin veneer of the toe kick. We can set that on sole horses in the garage. We can stain it any color we want, top coat it, and then go and simply glue 
this extra tokic right on the face of what's there. It'll look brand new. You go back and you put your quarter round back in, and bada bing, bada boom, you got yourself a brand new kitchen. She wanted to tell you thank you for the help. She's excited about getting that project done. She said we may hear from her again, but she's going to give it a shot. Down in Miss Green Valley, yes, Miss Diane. All right, Chuck's next on the line in Queen Creek at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Chuck, got an Hi. issue. Yes, sir. Pardon? Go ahead. Hey, well, I live in the, the beautiful metropolis of... Uh, Chandler Heights over here. It's kind of a suburb of Queen Creek. Um, my wife called me the other day. We had water coming out from under the ground. Uh, came home, dug a hole, and I have my water line, my main water line coming in from the road is uh, split. It's like black plastic with a blue stripe. From what I could tell, it's like maybe HDPE. It's been in there since 1984. And um, I guess... Probably all I'm going to do is get confirmation. I just need to dig it up and replace it. Yes. And in that case, I would replace it all the way from the meter to the home. So don't just dig up where the water break is. I mean, we're going to have to dig up the whole front yard because uh, obviously you've seen now that that's reached the end of its lifetime. And to patch it, you know, you're just going to get another call in a couple weeks from your wife that it's leaking again somewhere else. So we'll... You don't, you'll want to go ahead and excavate that whole area. And it's already wet, so the digging should be easier. And you called Rosie on the house, so you're going to get Rosie's opinion. But I want to qualify this opinion and tell you there's lots of plumbers that disagree with me. If I were replacing my main water line from the meter to the manifold, I wouldn't do it in anything but Schedule 80 PVC um, or copper. But I want you to know, a lot of plumbers disagree with me. But that's what I would do if it was my house. And that would be after I picked myself up off the floor on what they wanted to charge me for the <laughs> Schedule 40. And, and, I would, and I would, before I replaced it, the other thing I'd do, Chuck, is I'd call my, my water provider. I, like, uh, I'm, I live right in the proper city of Scottsdale. Before I replaced my water line, I'd contact the city and I'd say, how much is it going to cost me to go from a three-quarter inch meter to an inch or an inch and a quarter? Uh, explore that option as well because in a house that's been in oh, around since 84, Jennifer and I are planning on you know, doing some kitchen and bath remodeling. Our master bath is going to have multiple head showers. Well, to do that, I'm going to have to increase the service size. So if you're replacing it anyway, go ahead and finish your homework and ask the water utility company hey what's it going to cost for me to upsize my meter there you go like i say you called rosie on now so you got rosie's opinion we're going to go to the next one howie let's go howie how are you man we've all we've covered green valley we've covered queen creek and now we're in anthem we are covering the state good morning howie good morning you're all over the place oh man we're covering arizona what you up to today? How can I we have help? A situation. I have a situation with my air conditioning. About three months ago, I got a started getting a home audit. 
the guy came in and says, well, let me just do a free whole house audit. And he was up in the attic for a while. Well, long story short, he said, everything's fine, but you need some more insulation. I'll give you a quote. About four days later, we noticed that there's a lot of white powder dust. We weren't sure what it was, so we waited. And a week or two later, really, is coming down crazy, getting built up. So I called that company back and wondered what he had done in the attic. Talked to the management. They said they'd find out. Never heard back from them. They won't answer my calls anymore. So I've had a couple people look at it, and they said, well, it looks like where the vent comes up to the plenum, it needs to be um, connected. It wasn't okay. uh, put down with whatever that's called. Okay. Um, so the couple needs to do that. Then your vents need to be cleaned. How? Hang on. Hang on one second. Um, I'm a want. I, I want you to hang on because I've got some more questions for you. Uh, but we're going to have to take a little break here to get to bottom of the hour news. Uh, but I want to finish this conversation. Uh, I, I want to get this solved for you. So, like I say, only at Rosie on the house can you talk to Diane from Queen Creek, uh, Chuck from uh, from Green Valley, Chuck from Queen Creek, and Howie from Anthem, and listen to what dilemmas they're fighting in, about, and around their house, as well as our answers, so you can learn your dilemmas and be able to handle your problems in, about, and around your house, home, castle, or cabin. That's what we do here at Rosie on the House. We try to put a smile on every face of every homeowner right here in the great state of Arizona. I'm, I'm still smiling with this live cam picture of the snow at the snowball, and we've got Tennessee and Georgia playing at 1 o'clock and LSU and Alabama playing at 3. This is going to be a power-packed day right here at Rosie on Nows. We have got a full bevy of things to do today. One of them will be finishing answering Howie's question in Anthem right after we get back after this short break. Y'all stay tuned. We'll put a smile on your face as well. You interested in a brand new vehicle? You know what? You can get to Sanderson Ford right now and you can order brand new to your specifications with no extra markup a 2023 Ford Maverick, Ford Mach-E, Ford F-150, Ford Ranger, Ford Bronco, Ford Explorer, Ford Expedition, Ford Edge 2023. I just finished on Friday ordering my 2023 Ford F-250. And man, I am just tickled to death that that baby's going to be coming in. Matter of fact, I got notice that the Ranger we ordered a little bit ago has now arrived in El Mirage and should be on the Sanderson lot any day now. So I shop all my vehicles are Ford, and they're all at Sanderson Ford. The most award-winning auto manufacturer in recent years, purchased from the most award-winning dealership in all of America. And it's located right here in your community, in your state. It's Sanderson Ford. No markup, no nonsense. They say yes a lot. They even say yes if you want to shop online, get qualified online. 
finalize the deal online, they'll deliver the car to your driveway. That's Sanderson Ford. Segment number three here of our open home hour. That's where we cover our weekly to-do, something around your home castle or cabin to take care of maintenance-wise every single week. So we're current and up-to-date. Now, today's isn't really necessarily maintenance. It could be preventative maintenance if you looked at it that way. But we're talking about the tax credit. Uh, we've got Todd Russo, Rios Air Conditioning, back in studio. Todd, you were here I, I, 11 Saturdays ago. Can you believe wow. it's already been almost a quarter? I can't since... believe we're getting ready to get our Christmas tree out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And the tax credit had just hit... Uh, the street when you were in here talking about air conditioning tax credit. Yeah, so uh, the U.S. government passed the Inflation Reduction Act in August. Uh, they had a lot of different uh, new tax credits and rebate programs that are coming live this year and next year. And so for people who are considering air conditioning uh, replacements or energy efficiency improvements to their house, there are tax credits for both of those. This year and next year. Now, there's some things that have to happen this year. We've only got seven weeks left. So yeah. what's, what's the critical ones? We've had a lot of feedback off that broadcast when you're in, and I'm sure, like, this comes out from the government. and then they... So the tax credits were retroactive for the full year. An existing tax credit that was in place but expired. So they extended that. And then they created a new tax credit for, for next year through, I believe, uh, 2033. The new tax credit for next year is a $2,000 tax credit to replace a, heat, a qualified heating and air conditioning system. There are some other programs as well that are rebate-driven. Those programs are still in development. We haven't seen any definitive information yet about those. We do know what the programs look like based on the law itself. Uh, but we are getting a lot of people that are making the election to replace their air conditioning system this year. Now, the tax credits associated with air conditioning replacement and energy efficiency improvements are lower in 2022 than they are in 2023. They're $800 instead of $2,000. Next year, it's $2,000. But we're actually offering an incentive, a $1,200 rebate match, or I should say tax credit match, to try to equalize 2022 to 2023. Now, the reason why we're seeing a lot of homeowners purchasing air conditionings in 2022 in lieu of 2023 is a couple different reasons. The first reason is the, the new Inflation Reduction Act, there are changes to the heating and air conditioning space or the energy efficiency space in that there are new Department of Energy standards for heating and air conditioning systems. So those standards affect your, your air conditioning and furnace application as well as your heat pump application. Now, those new standards, does the industry have the equipment ready to match that? It's been a real challenge. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a real challenge. So we have pricing for this system for 2023, but we just got it. Yesterday, I got something from Lennox that they finally rolled out their, their new product line. So two things changed with the new standard. Number one, the testing protocol is totally different. They have reduced the tolerance level for what they call static pressure, which is basically an airflow measurement. So it used to be 0.2, now it's 0.5. So systems now uh, have to have a, a lot more capacity for back pressure of static pressure. So that changes the, the way systems perform pretty dramatically. Some of the equipment today... You, you can't even buy or sell it next year. Um, so, yeah, so uh, the new lines, the, the manufacturers have been working on, on retooling their lines, um, changing their models to meet the new specifications. And so in 2023, we're going to see the lower end spectrum of the air, heating and air conditioning systems are no longer going to be available. So if you're a cost-conscious buyer, we're raising the bar a little bit from a standpoint of what the baseline heating and air conditioning system is. And so our lowest priced option for replacing a heating and air conditioning system is going up significantly. 
And then they're no longer using what we used to use for an efficiency measurement, which is SEER, Seasonal Energy Efficiency Ratio. And they're moving to what they're calling SEER 2 now. So it used to be 14 SEER was your minimum standard. Now that's going to be 15 SEER 2, which is a, a more stringent test out requirement. And so we're no longer seeing 14, 15, even some 16 SEER equipment. All that equipment is not going to be available. In fact, we're burning through inventory right now. And so next year, where we were at a, a 14 SEER platform, we're starting at basically a 17 SEER platform. Right now, our cost increase are somewhere between 15 and 23%, depending on the manufacturer. And so we're kind of at the tail end of being able to use the old equipment. So we're seeing new equipment go up 15 to 20 some odd percent. Some of the higher end lines, we're not seeing much impact with. So we're, you know, a lot of our clients are saying, look, we just want a baseline piece of equipment. Uh, still going to do a great job. Still going to be wildly more efficient than what your, your, your current house has. And, and they're taking advantage of 2022 pricing, taking advantage of the 2022 tax credit, taking advantage of the SRP and APS credits taking advantage of our incentive to encourage people to get it done before year end, which is that, that tax credit match. You just have to make a decision uh, for your household what makes the most sense. With a very short time between now and the end of the year, and what's been a very peculiar couple of years in the labor force, is anyone even able to get a new unit installed? Oh yeah. Between yeah. now and the end of the year? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I will say this, that they have stopped manufacturing 2022 equipment. By law, you cannot install air conditioning systems under the old standard in 2023. You can install heat pumps, uh, but they cannot sell them next year. You know, inventory is becoming scarce and there is no replacement inventory because once it's gone, it's gone. They're not making it anymore because next year you're not allowed to sell it. So they're not gonna get stuck with a bunch of dead inventories. So there is, there are good opportunities from a price point standpoint on that baseline equipment, which again, in that 14, 15, 16 year range, uh, you're going to get a much better price this year than you will next year. Talking about the measure of the static pressure in the airflow, is that going to affect the ductwork? I mean, or, or is it going to require all new ductwork upgrade to match the new airflow that these units are required to have? Airflow and, 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 and testing the equipment and making sure the ductwork is properly sized and properly installed is just as critical today as it will be next year. The equipment isn't changing from that standpoint. The difference is they're changing how they rate the equipment, they're changing the testing environment, if that makes sense, okay. right? So basically they tested it at a non-real world application. So they tested at very low back pressure, which is, is not representative of what we see in houses. So they changed it to what is more representative of what we see in houses today. The most important thing you can do when you buy an air conditioning system is work with a contractor who is verifying testing and installing uh, into a duct system that will deliver your air conditioning properly. Look, an air conditioning system delivers its cooling and heating capacity through airflow. If you restrict airflow, you restrict how much heating and cooling capacity you delivered inside your house. So if, if you buy a piece of equipment from a, a cut rate, you know, air conditioning contractor who's not, you know, paying attention to the details, not looking what's existing and making recommendations above and beyond just the equipment, there's a high likelihood that you may get air conditioning system that's only performing at 50 60 percent 70 percent of its capacity now in light of all of this information there's a lot of people and a lot of air conditioning units out there that are working just fine the homeowner's mm -hmm. happy with it but what cutoff point should i be looking at i mean if my unit's 10 years old should i be looking at this if yeah so air conditioning systems obviously have different life durations 
based on the climates they're working. So there are a couple of factors. Number one, uh, you know, age, and, and, and number two is how well is it, has it been maintained? But if you're looking at it from a financial standpoint, your equipment hasn't been maintained properly over the years. You're not getting those regular maintenances. I know for a fact you're going to be better off financially buying a new piece of equipment when it comes to the cost savings, you know, what it's going to cost you in the future to replace that piece of equipment because that's only going to be more expensive one year, two years, three years down the road, right? The most cost-effective way to replace your air conditioning, if cost is your primary driver, is going to be within the next, you know, three to four or five weeks. Uh, I think as we get towards year end, we're not going to be able to even get the equipment. Um, and obviously, it takes time to plan and organize these things. Uh, the only caveat to that is those rebate programs will be available for people that uh, make under $132,000 approximately next year. So, And you only have one system. You may want to hold off till next year. A lot of details, uh, a lot of things to think through, talk through. If you need to schedule, again, you can go to... Rius Air Conditioning. They've been a Rosie on the House partner since 2010. Todd Russo, thanks for coming in and help keep our listeners educated and informed. We appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Well, if you stay tuned for all three hours of Rosie on the House today, you piled up your Rosie on the House loyalty miles. We started the broadcast with Sierra Farm. Down in Eloy, talking cotton. Then we went with Arizona highways all through the state on ghost town searching. Where do the ghosts hang out in between Halloween days? And we covered Swansea. We covered Chloride. We covered Humbug. We covered Big Bug. We covered Walker. And we covered Ruby. As well as I mentioned my favorite of all that I'm not going to re-mention again. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not a ghost town, but one of the interesting ones that I always find is when you go to Lake Pleasant, it says New Waddell Dam. Well, anytime you see new, it means there's has to be another one. An old. The old is still there. It's just buried underwater. <laughs> and they you can get, I've never done it. And every time we mention it, we always get somebody that's like, Yeah, I've scuba dived that and gone to it. You can Oh wow, cool. There are and I don't know who they are, but I know there are tourists, scuba divers that'll take you down and let you go check it out. So it's not really a ghost town, but it's a ghost dam. Okay. A, ghost a damn dam. ghost. All right. There you go. All right. If you go to our social media accounts, you can get the promo code for that book. And there's also a link to it. I mean, it's not something that they very easily said. It's P2B3AGT right? is the promo code to save a few bucks when you uh, order it. But you can get that at Butt Face or Tweaker. I mean, I mean. Uh, Facebook or, or Twitter are two accounts. Excuse you were a cheerleader at one time Excuse saying that. Excuse me? <laughs> don't, don't tell us how you feel, Ron. Hey, speaking no. of traveling. Before you do that. Okay. In covering the state today, then we took live calls from Diane in Green Valley, Chuck up in Anthem, and Howie in Anthem. Uh, yeah, and so we've literally, you if you sat in your chair and joined us the whole trip today, you've racked up. Your loyalty miles at Rosie on the House. And if you want to put together your own staycation, sign up at, on our website um, at staycation page, Travel AZ, Romy, Rosie on the House Travel AZ. And um, this week this week we had a lady go out to Ajo, and next week we have Sonoida, and we have wonderful baskets that go along with those trips. Divine Gourmet provides a wonderful basket. And don't forget, if you're making up your Christmas list, that's a great place to go to send Local first gifts to your family all over the 
country and the state. So Divine Gourmet is the one that provides that. Sanderson Ford provides you a free brand new vehicle to go for the days. We provide you a gas card, the lodging. It is a free Arizona staycation. You can only apply to win it at rosieonthehouse.com. Next month's going to Sonoida. You have just, what, 10 days left to to sign up. And if you win it, call me because I'll give you all the great secret places. And people do that. And Rosie has so much fun answering those questions. (laughs) He won't say it on air, but you can get it if you win. One on one. Both of our next uh, staycations are to Southern Arizona. The uh, we'll be drawing for Sonora by November 15th and then Tombstone December 15th. And while you're down there in Sierra Vista, uh, a former Rosie on the House partner, uh, concrete coating specialist turned restaurant owner, just opened Punchy's Tavern okay. in uh, Sierra Vista, <laughs> Wayne Cibarda, Okay. Is, who actually grew up in Sierra Vista because his dad's been stationed That's at right. Fort Huachuca for, I think, as long as Fort Huachuca has been there, if I remember right. It's been a long time. <laughs> Fun, fun, fun. So you were, earlier you were talking about trends. Yes, I was. You said you don't usually talk about that. But I, I have a little bit different question about common practices. Okay. Okay, so it's kind of a red notebook question. Um, and uh, the question was, the man was very upset to call because he had— Oh, I hate those. I'm, I'm out glad to you <laughs> answered the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so he was, wondering, he was upset because there was a trip charge. Uh, he had, like, a pretty serious— problem at his home and they were going to charge him to come and is that common and and um was this a rosie on the house partner it was yeah so he thought we would be upset that they were charging a trip charge i said well you know if they have to bring out equipment and extra people it does cost them to come you know to look at your problem well what should i have said what would you say here let's just record this so you can play it to them every time i love it okay um there was a time when we would go out to everyone that called and send our staff in our company vehicle to go out, find out what you'd like done, and put together a estimate or a proposal that could take hours to put together to make it as complete as we want it to be. Um, and it finally occurred to me that, uh, gosh, there's a lot of people taking our professional experience, our staff, our detailed scope of work, our detailed estimate, our detailed breakdown, and then going to the competition and say, well, this is what Rosie will do it for. How much will you do it for? So I started charging, not for the first visit. We'll come out and we'll meet you. We'll take a look at what you'd like done. And at that first meeting, we'll try and establish a budget range for you. We think for what you want done, we have historically done it for your neighbors in this neighborhood between X and Y. Now, if that sounds like the range you're comfortable investing in, then we're going to sign a design contract and you're going to pay us for the detailed scope of work, the schedule and the estimate and the plans just before we submit to go get a permit. We're going to give you a construction contract. At that construction contract time, you sign it. We give you back all that estimating money in a credit. So it keeps us from going around town. Uh, Someone has to pay for that time. Now, I either have to do it by increasing my overhead or by charging each one of you for our expertise. And many of our partners have adopted the same strategy, the same tactic, the same protocol. And in fact, 
that has taken hold nationwide. That uh, salaries for good people are at a point where it's really tough for us to raise our overhead so much to cover the cost of free detailed estimates for everyone on complicated packages. So for this man that called in upset that one of our vendors was requesting a service call, I guess what I would ask, well, if I pay for this service call, uh, is any service included for free? If I'm, if I'm requesting an estimate for new air conditioning and they want to charge me $125 to come out and take a look at it, assess it, analyze it, do a whole house energy audit, um, will they check the equipment that's currently here? And most have some service that will offset it. So I'm, I am not going to be upset by qualified contractors charging a fee for a detailed analysis breakdown estimate of something you'd like to get done at your home. Hey, what are the takeaways for today? Well, uh, we have a texture that wanted to know the name of that GPS app. Was that the Onyx app that you were talking about? Onyx. Now, do you have to pay for that? It, there's a free option, but 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 pay the $29 for the year. It's a, the upgraded package is well and, worth it. And it is unbelievable. It has saved my bacon more times than I can count. And I've only had it for three years. That's how often I get lost. And it tells you, like, who owns the property. Yes, it's it does. private property. It's yes. BLM if this yep. is. And you can download the maps to the area you want to go. So even if you're outside a cell range, it's on your. Does the phone have a hard drive? Uh, as a memory memory right? yeah. yeah so you download the map to your memory it finds you on satellite and puts you right on the map where you are i can't oh, tell cool. you how many times that saved me about a 14 mile hike so <laughs> what we had that's a couple on, of people that's on x o n and the letter that's x. it okay. on, go to app store and type in on x so all right very good well and uh, Noah had one he really liked i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to download we'll have that to one. go listen to the podcast and see what uh, that's right he recommended yeah, and the um, we had mentioned the satellite phones, and he had said if you can afford it, well, they're actually really a lot cheaper than your cell phone uh, to buy it. And then there's plans as low as like forty bucks a month for ten minutes that roll over. So if you only use it when you're out and about every couple months, you've got a good bank of minutes rolled over, and it's a it's the cheapest insurance we've I've found for sending my kids out and letting them go. If you have questions between now and next Saturday. Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, on thehouse.com. You can call us or email us there for whatever you're trackling around your home, castle, or cabin.